I'm Sam, welcome to Build Time, a 10 minute journal about creating my first application. So it's been a couple of weeks since WWDC and I really wanted to talk through some of what happened during the conference and how it's gonna affect me going forward. So first of all, I should say that I'm going back on my previous commitment to release for iOS 13. Uh, I'm gonna be going to target iOS 14 and there are a couple of reasons for this. The first was that WWDC introduced huge new changes to SwiftUI. Um, the most important for me was that they added programmatic scroll to scroll view, SwiftUI scroll view. And that meant that I was able to ditch UI table view, which was part of UIKit, the predecessor to SwiftUI. This was a big deal for me because after trying to get table view to do what I needed it to do, especially aesthetically, it really, really started having problems. Um, it was buggy and crashy. There were all kinds of issues when I rotated the screen. And overall, it just didn't make sense to stick with the broken, boring old stuff when the hot, cool new stuff that worked better and was far, far more stable was available. The second thing is that I reconsidered some of what I'd said about why iOS 13 was important, even though I do think that it's important to get this out by the end of the summer because my schedule in fall is gonna be really full, I do want to give the app enough time to get on its feet. And what with having a bit more time after my summer courses end, I hope that I'll be able to put enough time into the application to make it fully realized, even if I'm targeting iOS 14. I also don't think that the media profile is as important as making it out to be. Given that I don't expect this app to be a runaway success or to be any kind of commercial success, the publicity isn't really that important. And the final reason is that I was finding iOS 13 not fun. Mostly that was UI table view's fault. The truth is that because I'm an independent student and no one is forcing me to do this, no one can tell me what needs to be done and I get to make the calls on what OS I target, right? And uh, forcing myself to move towards iOS 13 and deal with UI table view, it, it was really making me sad because having the the product that you're pouring your time into be that bad and that unperformant and that buggy, it's, I think you could hear it in like the last podcast, it was really taking a lot out of me. Um, and now that SwiftUI has taken that away, development is fun, right? Like it's, it's a hobby that I can feel good about putting my time into, but is also just enjoyable. So let's talk a bit about what iOS 14 brought. Besides uh, programmatic scroll, it also brought widgets. And this is, I think, probably the biggest part of WWDC for me. The most important thing about widgets is that it shows the strength of SwiftUI, right? So first of all, widgets are built in SwiftUI. Number two, they're coming to the home screen. Uh, so that is a big commitment, one that Apple would not be able to undo quickly. And it shows that this is here to stay for many, many years, right? You do not put something on the user's home screen if you are not very, very confident in it, right? In fact, nothing has been allowed on the home screen except app icons and folders for the longest time, right? And now that SwiftUI can be put on the home screen, I am sure that Apple will be supporting it and enabling it and improving it long into the future, which means that it's a good place to put my time and attention. Widgets also show the core promise of SwiftUI, which is that it would be cross-platform. So these widgets are now coming to the Mac, uh, so much so that in App Store Connect, it says, if you do not explicitly opt out of having your widget be on the Mac, 
we will put it on the Mac automatically for you. And that's really exciting because, you know, as, as promised, it means that I can now build an application that works on iOS and iPadOS and macOS with relatively little investment into each platform. I, I don't have to learn three different programming languages or three different programming paradigms with you know minimal tweaking and changes. One code base works across three platforms and that is really, really incredible. However, you know that is not to say that it is easy, right? So I realized uh, about two weeks ago that I had completely forgotten the iPhone X. Um, to pull back the curtain a bit, I have an iPhone 7 and a 7th generation iPad. And the important thing is that both of these devices do not have notches, but there are versions of them that do, right? So obviously the iPhone X, um, the iPhone 11, the iPhone you know, 11 Max, all of the variations, right? With the new no home button screen. And the iPad's cousin, the iPad Pro, I think 12.9 inch that uses Face ID and also has no phone home button. So both of these variations I had completely forgotten to take into account. And sure enough, when I ran my phone in the iPhone 10 simulator, it looked bad, right? <laughs> like really bad actually. Um, it was breaking out of the screen and the safe area was like causing my buttons to float in midair, uh, all kinds of really bad UI issues. So. One of the great things about SwiftUI was that I was able to adapt it really quickly to um, detect you know, what device it's on uh, and change its UI accordingly. And I don't think that would have been as easy for me in UIKit, so I was really blindsided actually. Like, I, I genuinely cannot believe that I forgot about the iPhone 10 and 11 and the iPad Pro, all of them having the notch and no home screen. But I'm also, on the other hand, really glad that it was very, very fast and easy to fix. The last update I have, and the reason that this WWDC retrospective uh, is coming out so late, is that I was able to essentially complete the core promise of my application. So I talked a bit in episode one about what I wanted the app to do. I wanted to have a time spiral, and later I added a secondary goal of having a little summary of what the week was like, how you spent your time. And that has been realized, right? The core of my application, including the much uh, <laughs> the not very fun login screen is complete. I was able to package up the application, put it up um, on the on App Store Connect, uh, and verify that it worked for multiple people to be able to log in and try out. And I was then able to get the application posted to Reddit. I took some screenshots. I asked people, "Hey, what does it look like?" And I was so incredibly relieved to see that the app sparked a little bit of excitement, right? The, the worst thing for any creative project, and I have experienced this, is to be met with a deafening wall of silence, right? If no one cares. Um, if people hate it, that at least is some feedback. It's they're telling you, you know, people feel passionately that this should not happen. Um, but that's at least something. Uh, it is way, way more painful to throw something out there and for it to be ignored. Fortunately, neither of those things happened to my application. And people actually seem kind of interested in the whole spiral idea, enough that I was able to get one person to sign on as a beta tester. They happened to be running the iOS 14 beta as well, and they also had a toggle database, which is really important. They very graciously agreed to beta test and give me a bit of feedback. It has really restored the joy I had in uh, app making to see that there's at least one person who is not me who cares about this project enough to try it out with the move away from UIKit and towards SwiftUI and with all of the coolness in widgets 
and all of the amazing new stuff that's coming to iOS 14, I am finally enjoying development again. It, it was really starting to get me down there a little bit, but I really feel like I'm back. And I have all of these new ideas, right? Like with, with moving to iOS 14, it means that I can actually start thinking about what is a good widget. Um, you know, there's some really obvious stuff like showing the currently running time tracking, but I think that other applications like Toggle and Timery are gonna fill that space. I want to figure out what it is that I can do that is unique to my application and my vision for what time tracking should be. And being back in that stage, right, of you know having the application somewhat fully formed behind me, having it at least work enough for someone else to test it, having a new horizon of stuff to work with and new tools to build it with, this is why people love WWDC. And I, you know, as much as I am sad that I wasn't able to go in person for my first time, I am really, really glad that I got to experience it as a developer. And I'm really, really looking forward to continuing development of this project. And uh, I hope you'll enjoy listening to me continue it. <laughs> I'll see you all next week.